Listener Production. Hey there, I'm Sasha Barbagat with today's extra episode of The Briefing. Well, after four months on hold, the RBA has today decided to lift the official cash rate by 25 basis points to 4.35%. It is the 13th rate rise since last year. And despite a recent pause in the hikes, many Aussie homeowners are struggling more than ever to afford their mortgage. A recent survey finding 12% are behind on their repayments, up from 7% in March, with millennials and Gen X the most likely to be having trouble. Along with interest rate rises, house prices have also bucked the predicted downturn, jumping another 3.6% in October and are up 4.54% on this time last year. The national median property price now sits at $800,000, with Sydney leading the pack at just over a million dollars. All of our capital cities have seen monthly growth in October, while most have experienced a major yearly increase. Only Tassie, Darwin and the ACT have avoided it. So clearly, the demand is still there, but who is actually buying a home during the cost of living crisis? And who has had to make the tough decision to sell? Well, I'm joined by our listener journo, Madeline Palmer, to get an insight. Maddie, thanks for joining us. Now, you are one of the many Aussies deciding to sell right now. You just recently sold your first home back in Perth. What made you decide to do this? Yeah, so Sasha, I actually bought the home back in 2020 in June. I had some money saved up for a holiday and then COVID actually hit um, Mm. after that. And I was like, well, instead of using this money for a holiday, why not use it to buy a home. So we looked into the first home buyer scheme. I got pre-approval, bought this home in Perth, little unit, really loved it. I lived in it for the first 12 months. And then I got a job in Sydney. So I had to move over and I rented it out to a really lovely couple and all was well for a couple of years. Um, And then I was coming off my fixed rate, which was super low at about 1.94%. So we were pretty lucky and I didn't realise how low they really were compared Mm. to interest rates and where they've been before. And that was kind of, I guess, my ignorance going into it um, as well. And then once I was coming towards the end of the fixed rate, I realised that interest rates were going up and they jumped quite a bit. I was going off the fixed rate uh, in about September this year. So literally last month, a couple of months ago. Mm. And so I was looking at options to refinance. And unfortunately, even those options just weren't really viable, uh, especially on a one person income. And my income's relatively low. It's not, I'm not early earning a lot. Um, so yeah, I thought, okay, what am I going to do here? And I did all the research I could and I got my home valued and it actually came up above what I'd paid for it. And I thought, you know what, if I can make a bit of a profit off it, unfortunately I don't want to sell, but this is the best case scenario. So looked into selling and I got a really good price for it. Yeah, um, it was a tough decision to come to though, Sash. Mm, would you say it was the interest rate solely that kind of, it almost forced you into it? You could have kept the investment, but I understand you weren't really making any money on it. You were almost having to subsidise it with your own income. The mortgage repayments weren't being covered by the rent. So would you say it was interest rates that purely affected the decision? Yeah, definitely. Look, it it would definitely come down to that. As I said before, I rented it out. And at first, during the fixed rate period, uh, the rent was covering the mortgage. So really didn't have to stress. And obviously, we pay a lot of rent here in Sydney. Most of that time, it was okay. And then I knew I was coming up to, yeah, the end of the fixed rate. And I would have been out of pocket a couple of hundred bucks at least every month. And I think knowing that I was making a profit off my home, I thought, you know what, instead of struggling to 
to try and keep it and afford the house and not save any money at all and scrape together every last dollar every month. I thought, let's just do this. Let's sell it. So it sounds like it was kind of a regretful decision, but now that's all said and done, are you happy with that decision? It's a great question. I am actually, considering what we saw today with the rate rise, um, huge relief. I just know how much financial pressure I felt before selling it. And yeah, it's a huge weight off my shoulders. Yeah, you make such valid points. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who are in a similar situation to you who have had to make the same decision. Then on the other side, you've got people who look at the whole situation and go, I can't afford to buy a house at all, let alone to sell one. But clearly there are people still buying houses. Now, on that, you've spoken with one of those people, a guy called Joel Robinson. He's a young dad and he's just bought a place in Sydney. So let's have a listen to your chat. Hi, Joel. Thanks for joining us on The Briefing. You've just sold your property to buy elsewhere. Did everything go as expected or as you were hoping? Probably not. We were probably about six or eight weeks away from it going really well. Um, A house down the street sold for a good price, and that's what really triggered our listing. Our house was a bit bigger, but maybe wasn't quite as well done as that house. But I think sentiment changed so quickly. We we went to auction and we only had one bidder. Um, fortunately, we got them to a price that was not what we wanted. But I think our view was if prices were going to fall down another 10 to 15% over the following 12 months, then it was only going to get worse. Um, so we decided to bite the bullet and, and take it, um, put the money in the bank, knowing that the next house that we were going to buy was going to be bigger and more expensive. And hopefully if prices did fall 10 to 15%, then the next price, that uh, the next place that we bought would be, you know, mm. a lot cheaper, a lot cheaper than it. Um, than it was at uh, that time. Us mortgage holders have copped a number of interest rate rises in the last year or so, and the national median house price is now at a record high. Uh, were you worried about this going in, Joel? Um, not really. I think I, I analysed the market as part of my job. I analysed the market fairly well, and I've got a bit of, I've got, I think I've got quite a good pulse on where the RBA's at, where inflation's at, all that sort of stuff. We also bought fairly under budget from what we wanted to spend or, or were, were able to spend. Um, so we've got a bit of money tucked away in an offset for um, a rainy day or if the RBA do keep raising rates. And we're, we're fairly well protected from that um, eventuality. Mm, and being a property journalist, as you said, you're uh, you're quite informed on what's going on. I think for a lot of people, that's really important going into the property market with the interest rates and high prices in mind. Uh, why do you think people are buying homes at the moment? Do you think it's because uh, it's attractive and they need a home? Or what? what is the, I guess, the goal or the uh, motivation behind people buying homes at the moment? I, th- I think it's just, you can make so much money. You, you, just, you just accept that the price is the price. Um, it's going to be expensive to pay it back. It's going to be expensive to buy it. It's going to be expensive to put the stamp duty down. But, you know, you could quickly make 20 30 40% um, of your purchase price in two or three years. That's kind of what we did in Newtown. And we, we pretty much trebled what our deposit was in Newtown to buy this place um, in a three-year period. Um, so it can, it can really be life-changing money that you just can't you can't get um, 
from just getting um, you know, salary increases. Um, mm. it's, it just kind of works away in the background and you're constantly paying down a mortgage rather than just kind of putting money into somebody else's pockets as a, as a tenant. Yeah, you, it either. is a long-term investment for a lot of people and that's what they've got to keep in mind. I guess it's no secret that a lot of people are struggling at the moment, especially people that have maybe bought a home and didn't realise how expensive it might be. Um, and also just being a single income person. I know myself, that was where I was at. But what advice would you have for someone considering buying a home in this current market? I think probably just be aware of all of the fees that come with buying a home, whether it's an apartment or a standalone house. There's a couple of thousand dollars for a standalone housing council rates every year. There's fixed water fees, all, all this sort of stuff. Um, strata fees that need to be paid back quarterly. Uh, I, I think just going in and, and probably just having that buffer, you know, it might, it might be $5,000, $10,000, but just knowing that you're going to have to pay you know, $3,000 maybe for the solicitors. I would definitely reach out to a to a mortgage uh qualified mortgage broker. Yeah, and I think, as you said there, just being informed um, in general going into a buyer's market is very, very important. But uh, thank you, Joel. Thank you for your time on the briefing. Oh, good. No problem. That was listener journo Madeline Palmer there speaking with recent home buyer Joel Robinson. And before that, you heard Maddie and I discussing her recent decision to sell her home in Perth. And that is all we have time for on today's extra episode of The Briefing. Thanks for listening. Tom and the team will be back tomorrow morning at 6. Listener.